Good evening. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, your humble servant, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Uh, this is the summer. Hurricane season has begun. Uh, the election season is full in effect. 2020, November 2020, who you got? Joe Biden or Trump? Who do you have? I have neither one. Uh, let me explain to you guys. Um, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not trying to sh- uh, persuade you in any shape or form. I'm trying to give you some insight about those two men. Now, when it comes to Trump, now I'm looking at the policies. He have done more for black people collectively for than Joe Biden. Joe Biden, if you look at his background, he's been in, in the Capitol Hill for 44 years, since 1973. Okay, 73, I'll say 46 years. He's been in the Senate. So 46 years, what have you done for us lately, Joe? Don't tell me you served under Obama for eight years as a vice president. We know all that stuff. But what have you done for us? And then you have the audacity to say to us, if we don't vote for you, we're not black. And first of all, we're not black. We're Aborigines, copper-colored American. So that's, let's keep that in perspective. We are not black. Black is an adjective. It's, it's, it's not a person. It's not a, it's not a race. It's not a language. It's not a culture. It's just a color. So stop calling us black. And black, too, have a lot of negative connotation to it. I already explained that to you guys before in the last podcast. Negative connotation of black, of the word black. So that means that since uh, we have an election season, a lot of you guys are, you know, with all this George Floyd death, this pandemic, you know, COVID-19, everybody have been going through a lot of stuff. Millions of people have lost their jobs. Now, if Trump don't get elected, there are going to be two major factors. It's COVID-19, number one, and unemployment. Those going to be his kryptonite um, if he don't get reelected. Mark my word. And when 2020 November come, those are going to be the two main factors that prevent Trump from being reelected. Now, with Joe Biden, I'm not a big fan of Joe. And plus, he have no tangibles for the black American, Negro American specifically. He have no tangibles. He haven't spoken about a reparation. He always gave you a vague answer when Charlemagne asked him about reparation. You got to press Joe on specific. What are the specific are you going to give to Negro American collectively when it comes to reparation? Um, the laws got to be changed, you know, with the police brutality. Like I said, deferring the police should be one way of doing that. Me, I would suggest you sue the police department. You sue the insurance company that, that insure the insurance, um, that insure the police department throughout this nation. It should be a civil class lawsuit. And then we should change, we should rectify the the, uh, the Constitution. Um, the 14th Amendment have to be rectified. So all those things need to be done for us to be out there and live a normal life. But we still got to live our life regardless. But 2020 is approaching uh, in a couple of months, maybe in a few, i say the like next four months. Uh, next six months, uh, next five months, rather, uh, the elections upon us. And I know um, Joe Biden have been pushing very hard. He have been singing um, Negro spirituals. He have been kissing black babies. He have been drinking, you know. <laughs> he have been everywhere. Uh, he have been going to a lot of black churches across the nation just to get the black vote. Now, the black vote going to be a major factor Come November 2020, it's going to be a major, it's going to be the deciding factor who get elected. You have the black vote, the Latino vote, 
and the white woman vote. Or I would say the millennials. The millennials have a, another say on this election. Um, I know the president have got a lot of backlash from the black community and other communities as well. Um, let me address the poor whites. Like I said, the poor whites, you guys are delusional. You talking about America, let's make America great. America was already great. I don't know where have you been under a rock or out of space, but America was already great. Now, America have not reconciled with her dirty deeds or her dirty past, her filthy past, which is slavery. She have not reconciled with Negro American. So that's her that's a big dilemma for America moving forward into the next century. That's gonna be a major dilemma. They must reconcile, they must pay. Like I said before, they need a Marshall Plan for Negro American. We need a Marshall Plan just like Japan need a Marshall Plan, just like Germany need a Marshall Plan. So that being said, those are the things we should be pressing Joe Biden and Trump. Trump, we should be pressing them on those things. Not about diversity, all that stuff. And those LGBTQ, stay out of this conversation. This is not about you. It's not about your lifestyle. This is about people. Like I stated before, black people collectively, Negro Americans precisely, have never support the feminist movement or gay rights. Go look at the stats. Don't check my word. Go look at the stats for yourself to get a better understanding for yourself. Like I said, I'm just here. I'm just a messenger. I'll share the message with you. You can go and check for what I'm saying. If I'm wrong, I admit I'm wrong. But you must and go and check and evaluate for yourself. I can't babysit you on this podcast. You got to go look stuff up yourself. That being said, 2020 election, because of all this thing have been going on with COVID-19, um, Joy Floyd with the uh, protestation around the world, around this country. So I will be doing a podcast on the Black Lives Matter. Like I said, I don't support the Black Lives Matter because what is black anyway? And then those people that's behind it, they're not our people. They're not for us. Okay. So let's be clear on that. I'll be, I'll be, uh, stay tuned for this podcast, Black Lives Matter, my perspective on that. So 2020 is, is a major year for us. Um, it does a lot of things have been going on for the past few months. And now we're in July and June, June approaching July very soon. Um, I know a lot of you guys are getting ready for the holidays next week, um, this coming weekend, July 4th. I don't celebrate July 4th because a lot of you guys were in slavery during that time. So I don't really celebrate because I know the history behind that holiday so I don't celebrate it now to each his own I'm not telling you what to do you're a grown adult you can make your own decision for yourself and your family but that being said this this election is going to be a major shift moving forward like I said I, I don't like neither one of them but if you have to choose I kind of lean towards Trump if I will have to vote on just on the policies I'll vote for Trump because the reason why I'm saying that Trump had been in office for four years and Trump have done way more, way more than Joe Biden. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You can go check it for yourself. He has done way more. And I didn't vote for Trump. I mean, I even vote for him in, in, in um, 2020, in um, November. So what I'm saying is when it comes to the general election, I always say that to my friends when I have this argument, this discussion. They got to get rid of the electoral vote. Let me repeat. They got to get rid of the electoral college. Because if you want, if it's, if, if you want to use the public, um, the national vote should be the, de- the decisive factor for be, to be president. They need, they need to get rid of the college electoral vote. I know you need to, the magic number is 270. 
to get elected or selected rather um, to get selected. But what I'm saying is that for us to have a true democracy, the issue is the, the public vote, the national vote, not the electoral vote. So that should be the deciding factor to be president in this these United States of America. So, like I said, with Joe Biden, he's been in, in Capitol Hills for, he's from Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts. He's been there since, you know, it's 1973. And that's over 46, that's 46 years, okay? 46 years he's been in Capitol Hills. He was, he, 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 he dropped the bill, with um, the, the, crime, the crime bill. I spoke about that in um, my last podcast. So, I, I, like I said, he, he, he dropped that bill. He, he, he was the author of that bill. He keep denying it, but he was. Okay, that, don't let Joe fool you. And he have the audacity to tell you that if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I'm like Negro. I'm not black anyway. I'm a copper-colored American from the Caribbean. So don't come with me with this black shenanigans. We are not black. There's no such thing as a black person. Black is an adjective. It's a color. It's not a person, a language, a religion. It's not a country, it's not a nation, it's not a tribe. There's no black tribe, okay? There's no such thing as black people, okay? Now, I do like black, the color, but black is the absence of color, okay? So, that being said, you have to know the history of this country to get a better understand what's going on, what's been taking place right now in this country and around the world. A lot of things going on. Simultaneously, a lot of things have been going on. The world is changing. We are in the information age. We have reached the information age now. So you, you got to learn things or you get left behind. You must know what's going on in your neighborhood, in your city, your state, and your country. You have to know what's going on, politically speaking. You have to know what's going on around your people, around your country, around your state, around your city, around your neighborhood. And you got to keep those um, elected officials accountable. Because if they don't do what they're going to do for, for the community as a whole, you have to vote them out. It starts at the local level. It starts with the city council, the judges, the mayor, the police chief, the governor of those states. It starts at the local level, the state level. That's where you vote. That's where your vote really counts, at the state level and the local and the city level. That's where your vote really counts. And national level, like I said, most presidents, we already know that if you study history, are selected. They are selected, most of them. Majority of them are selected. So if you know that criteria, you know I'm telling the truth. So most of those guys are selected. So don't get all cut up. Don't get all in your feeling when it comes to voting. Now, it is a choice. You can vote. It's a privilege. You can go and vote for your candidate, whether it's Trump, whether it's Joe Biden. Like I said, neither one gonna really do anything for the black people. I think if you're gonna make, if you're gonna compare apple to oranges, I would say Trump have done more in four years than Biden have done 46 years for black people collectively. Now Biden might tell you otherwise. He might say, "No, I've done more for the black community." As a Negro, where, where, how? What have you done for us lately? You have done one iota. You have not done anything for the black community. Or you give us his lip service. Oh, I serve under Obama as Obama vice president. Nah, Obama himself, like I, I will do a podcast on him. I call it the Obama illusion. Stay tuned for that podcast. Like I said before, I have nothing personal against Mr. Obama. 
Nothing personal. Just the policies. When you look at Obama policies, only to suffer gays, white women, and Hispanic. Those are three uh, groups he have done stuff for. Gays, white women, and Hispanic. That's it. If you, if you want to argue that, you're an oxymoron, you're a stonehead. So uh, there's no way you can refute that. Those are the group he have really helped in this country. While he was president, he served eight two term, which is eight years in the White House. That's all he did, and dropped drones all around the, all around the Middle East. They call him the drone president. So that being said, Obama didn't do nothing for the Negro community collectively. He might have done some, you know, favors for a few Negroes in the upper echelon, but he didn't do nothing for the average Negro. He didn't do nothing for the average. Negro American. So that being said, this election is upon us, and um, you guys, you know, the media. Uh, I, like I said, they're pushing this false narrative with the pandemic. I call it pandemic. Uh, they're pushing this thing very strong against us uh, to the media, to the newspapers across the world, in this country here in the United States. So that being said, you gotta be alert. You have to be vigilant. You must do research. You must, you know, go and read for yourself. Read the articles and get some more information so you can get a better understanding what's been taking place around your neighborhood, your city, your state, and your country. So that being said, this this election is a pivotal moment in history. So, like I said, when we look back 20 years from now, we say this is the time we make a decision. And the black people, black Negro American. Precisely speaking, uh, they need to have their own voting block, and they have to have their own voting block. Like I said, they are the, the 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 Democrat Party have not done anything for us, collect, uh, collectively speaking. The Republican Party have done more, historically speaking. You got to put everything within context. Context, historically speaking, the Republican Party have done way more than the Democrat Party as a whole. The Democrat Party used to be the Dixocrat, one of the racist party ever. They're both racist, but the Democrats are the most racist party. They used to be the Dixocrats back in the 50s and the 40s. So if you know that history, and most of them was Confederate, all of them was come from the Confederate state, like Mississippi, Tennessee, New Orleans, Texas, the Carolinas. So they come, you know, Arkansas, Kentucky. So they was all Confederate um, country, Georgia. They was all part of the Confederacy. Now, when it comes to the statue and all that stuff, like I said before, you can tear down all the statue. I do understand the sentiment. Don't get me wrong. I do get it. I understand the sentiment of this, those statues, what they represent as a whole. But that's still part of uh, United States history. You can't get rid of that history. That's, you tearing out the statues, it's not going to change anything unless you change those racist bias laws and or you change their justice system. Once you've done that, then it'll be a level playing field. Now, you can't change people's perception and prejudice. That's something that's come natural. Everybody's going to have their prejudice based on their experience, how they was raised by their parents. So you can't eradicate that. But if you change the laws, laws supposed to be blind and just. That's where you get the word justice, equal. But that being said, you have to tear down the, the, the statues, those, you know, all that stuff, taking down the Confederate flag. I get the sentiment, but that's not going to change your livelihood. It will not change your livelihood. 
at all, okay? I know the media like to pu- push this narrative, tear down the statues, remind us of the past, but that's the past is a part of the American history. Those statues represent what happened in America in a particular time. So you cannot get rid of those statues. They, they're, part of the, they're part of our history. Whether you like it or not, I do understand the sentiment, especially those of us who grew up in the South. I get it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I do understand the sentiment. I do understand where you're coming from. But does that, ask yourself that question. Does it really change your livelihood by taking down the Confederate flag, by taking down those statues? I beg to differ. It does not change your livelihood. So if you want to take tear down the statue, remove them, whatever, or if you, you guys can put them in a mu- museum, yeah, I can do that. But that's part of American history. Okay, that's part, and then that's part of this country history. So you must understand that. Now the Democrat Party, let me address them head on. You have not done anything for us for the past 60 years. All your liberal policies have destroy our community okay the liberal policies have destroyed our community the democrat party more like a plantation i've said it i say that over and over again it's just a plantation that's what it is you can disagree or agree but that's the facts that's the truth rather that is the truth but that being said i can't tell you what to do you're a grown adult so you're going to make your decisions based on your, your history, your past, your, your experience, and what you want in your life. Uh, I can just give you the message and you can just go look stuff up for yourself to get a better understanding of what's been taking place in your neighborhood, your city, your state, and this country as a whole. So that being said, 2020, 2020 November 2020 is a pivotal uh, moment in, in history. So like I said, um, whether you vote for Joe Biden... I call him Slick Joe. Um, like I said, oh, you vote for Trump, Agent Orange. Either way, hey, it's your decision. But that being said, that's just my perspective on this coming election. Make sure you use your vote wisely. Like I said, they need to get rid of the, elector, the electoral college vote. I'm very adamant about that. They need to get rid of that ASAP for us to truly have a democrat, democratic um, election. So that being said, I would like to hear from you, your perspective. Um, this is your host, your humble servant. Shout out before I leave. Um, shout out to Tariq Nasheed. Shout out to Jason Black in Louisiana, Black Authority. And shout out to Boys Watkins. Um, like I said, shout out to all those brothers that's pushing the culture forward. So that being said, um, you can check me out on Instagram, which is copper colored on the all lowercase letters, um, copper dot um, underscore colored underscore American underscore American, copper colored American. So all those um, lowercase letters, and um, that's my Instagram post. And my name on on Facebook is John Rosenberg. Uh, I'm on Twitter, John Rosenberg. You can follow me on Twitter. So I really appreciate your love, your support. Support the podcast, spread the love, spread the words. Uh, I'm trying to take this international. I'm trying to take it global. That's my objective for this podcast, to go international with it. So if you want to sponsor this podcast, you're welcome to call me. You can email me at jlrosenberg 
at is jlrosenberg at gmail.com. That's jlrosenberg at gmail.com. Once again, this has been your host, your humble servant, John Rosenberg, live from Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida. Take care. One love.